bitches. Let's hear those audio levels, fellas. In West Philadelphia, Tsetse flies are hanging around some all of these guys, and once in a while they had some food, and Chickity China is what it would do. <laughs> that uh, is word for word the full version of that song, in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> viewing podcast from vancouver british columbia this is episode number 101 and my name is scott my name is jared my name is michael nice on today's episode we're going to catch up on the films and tv shows we've been watching uh as well as a bit of film news i don't even think there's that much just that wes anderson movie yeah isle of dogs uh but our featured review this week is nausicaa of the valley of the wind of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> An awesome uh, oh. classic. A- 1984 uh, throwback. Hayao Miyazaki. His first Ghibli film, I guess, or before the studio was even founded, technically. Um, this one is super good, everybody. Yeah. Uh, We're going to talk about yes, it. Yes, yes. We are. On today's episode... Uh, oh, yeah, no. You can subscribe. There you go. That's what it is. Uh, all of our episodes are on iTunes... There's this thing we got. We got to deal with Apple. Everybody, they they allow us to have a podcast on there free of charge. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, however, in exchange for nothing, uh, we have to put up reviews of uh, sweet food items, recipes every week. Five star reviews coming in. Well, like, what do you want this week? Is a real question. Does it involve? I want your favorite breakfast. Oh, I was going spaghetti, but... Oh. Yeah, I want your favorite breakfast. I want your favorite breakfast spaghetti. Is That's that a thing? not a thing, but it yeah, could be. Yeah, you know, you just cover it with Cheerios wait, no, no, and wait. syrup. There's and like breakfast on, ramen. Wait a minute. So that's kind of like spaghetti, right? How would you have breakfast spaghetti? I want this, re- like, eggs and maybe... Like, make it a scramble sausage. almost? Sausage. Chorizo. There'd be, there'd be crumbled sausage involved. Eggs, chorizo. Some peppers. Uh, yeah. That thing's looking like just a pile of old vomit, though. <laughs> oh, but I'm, I'm sure it's delicious. <laughs> no, so I, I'm going to go back to my original. I'll just take your favorite breakfast. What is your favorite breakfast? Lay it on us. Go to iTunes. Give us your five-star review and your favorite breakfast. I'm curious to know. It is the greatest meal of the day, and a lot of us skip it. Is it, is it the greatest or the most important? That's actually a, 
made up fact I found out recently. What, the, the fact that it's the most important? Yeah. That yeah. was like made up around the time that whole Kellogg thing yeah. we were talking about. Crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. diamonds are intrinsically worthless as well. That's all made up. Yes. <laughs> yeah, gold is actually way cooler because it's made inside of stars. Stars. But Te- technically, we're all stardust. This is going somewhere that we can't recover from. You can visit our website. It is verticalviewing.com. There's a little donate button there. We appreciate anyone and everyone listening. If uh, you got a couple of bucks lying around, you got a couple of bitcoins, which we don't accept. Well, we <laughs> if you give us, like, apparently on January 1st, one bitcoin was $1,000. Interesting. Yeah. That's pretty cool. If you bought them a long time we'll ago. T- we'll take Bitcoin. That's pretty cool. We'll take your Bitcoin. You can go. Uh, there's a PayPal link on our website, verticalviewing.com. Your donations help us keep the lights on. Help us offset the cost of seeing movies, putting on the show, slicing off a corner of that internet pie, Mm-mm-mm. getting your ear ready and just jamming it in there. The vertical pie. Mm-hmm. You can also send your thoughts and recommendations to our email address, which is verticalviewing at gmail.com. On Instagram, it's kicking. Please. Guys, the Instagram is lit. Okay? Yeah. Bam. Uh, at verticalviewing on Instagram. We secured it. Like, we, we paid a lot of money for it. We had to get it from a lot of, you know, shady people. Unsavory characters. Yeah. I had to track down the original owner and... Blackmail That's another story. Well, yeah. Yeah. Blackmail him with free podcasts and... (laughs) You will give this to me or I'm not going to give you the free podcasts. Uh, You can visit us on Twitter. It is at Vertical Viewing. That's the real deal. You can go to Napster if you want. Maybe we'll even be there. We're on LimeWire. Share Bear. Uh, Aries. Metallica doesn't like us much. No. I don't they like don't. Metallica much. So. <laughs> exactly. No one, no one cares. Are they Lars <laughs> Ulrich, if you're listening, you can S a big fat D. Oh, man. He's going to find out about this. I don't give a D. <laughs> the show must... I'm, I'm not cursing. No swears. <laughs> oh, are we not going explicit this week? No, I'm just kidding. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, he did it. Teasing. He's Teasing. a teacher. Just you're a playing teacher. a trick on you there. You're, you're a teacher and you All did you that. listeners, you thought I was going cool? Oh, man. Never. The, the, the show can go on and must go on. I hope so. Uh, let's go around the room. Michael, what do you have? What have you been watching this week? Uh, I haven't had a lot of time, surprisingly. Hmm. So I've I just been, put you on the spot. He's, yeah, well, I've been doing events, like heading up to Grouse Mountain and enjoying the Winter Wonderland up there, etc. Nice. Um, Activities. But I've you, been watching this for a while and I haven't brought it up yet because I know <clears> that you guys are going to make fun of me for watching this. It's not I, Musketeers? No. Well, I'm still watching that. See, halfway through oh, season three. Great. Uh, Jane the Virgin. Okay. We're streaming. Mike the Virgin? We're streaming on Netflix right now, <laughs> my girlfriend and I. And it's a really great show. Uh, it's, Tell me about it. I have, okay. I have never so, heard of this. Have you ever heard of telenovelas? They're like a Spanish yes. soap opera sort of thing. This is based on one of those? So this is sort of like it runs with that idea. It's uh, it's on the CW, I believe. Uh, so it's a telenovela, but for America. So Jane is a 26, 24, mid twenties girl, uh, who goes to uh, the doctor's office. This is a decent setup actually. And is accidentally artificially inseminated. What? So she gets pregnant. And she's a virgin. And she's a virgin. So she's a pregnant virgin. Uh, Reminds me of some sort of biblical thing that occurred. No idea what you're talking about. No clue, right? <laughs> Go well, on. And her Go family's on. very Catholic as well. 
Uh, I don't see the connection. Anyways, and so, continue. And so she decides she's just going to keep keep going with it because the keep the keep the job. The, the couple that was get was supposed to get artificially inseminated is going to like pay her or or whatever for the for the kid, and then she decides that she's going to keep it. And so there's all of these ridiculous family dynamics going on. Her father, who she she didn't know, he shows up again in the show. Uh, he happens to be an international telenovela star. Um, so he's like this very meta. flamboyant. It's, it's meta. So actor. is the main question about like whether or not uh, in uh, what do you call it immaculate conception can be the case if it's in vitro fertilization? No, like they don't really. It comes up a few times. She actually goes to teach at a Catholic school, and the nuns that are running it like put her up on their website, telling people to come and pay them to hug Jane the Virgin so that they will conceive. And they they play with a lot of tropes. It actually it's won a bunch of awards. Yeah, like Gina Rodriguez or whatever. She's won a lot of awards. Yeah, the show itself is very entertaining. Um, There's a there's a narrator over the show as well who's like a smooth. It's very Spanish uh, themed, so it's it's very smooth narrator. Uh, but they'll like write stuff on the sc- he'll write stuff on the screen when he's talking about what's going on. Hmm. It's like just so you remember, evil twin sort of thing and oh, all sorts of things. It's cool. it's ridiculous and it's way more fun than it should be. <laughs> it's like Ali McBeal, it's like a guilty pleasure kind of thing. It, it, it's kind of like Ali McBeal. I don't. I can't say I've ever really watched Ali McBeal. I, I, I did. <laughs> I never used to watch Ali McBeal every week. Oh, that Uh-oh. show was kind of quirky and weird. Dancing Baby, of yeah. course, right? Yeah, it's yeah. uh yeah, I'm, definitely quirky and weird. Sums it up. A lot of fun. That's cool. Yeah, okay. it's, on, it's on Netflix. Check it out. It's caught up with the actual TV now, though, because uh, it's on season three right now, and it's there's seven episodes of season three on Netflix. Okay. So I don't know if it's a simulcast sort of thing, like every week when it's Are airing. they doing that? Is Netflix that I, I up think, to date I with think, shit? I think they're doing it with oh, some things. Cool. So I don't know if this is one of them that they're doing hmm. it on or not. Hmm. That That's actually ups the value of Netflix. If they have stuff that's aired... As it airs on TV, crazy. That's a game changer, man. Yeah, like just just one more thing about the show. They they can make fun of themselves. All of they do it all the time. They even made fun of the CW being a network no one ever watches. Okay, so it's a very self aware show, which makes it really good. Makes it better. Um, Red, you played a game this week, didn't you? I did play a game this week. You probably played a couple. I well, I played a few, but uh, one that I hadn't played before. It's on uh, sale right now. It is on sale right now for I believe thirteen ninety nine. If you're a member of PlayStation Plus, very great deal. On the PlayStation Network, very great deal. What, um, what are you talking about? This game is called Inside. Oh, oh. Um, when did it go on sale? <laughs> when did it go on sale? I uh, for just Christmas. It might be done. The holidays. Yeah. Well, I because I bought it right before yeah, it went on sale. Yeah. Oh darn. Um, it's still worth. Have you have you finished this game? I haven't had a chance to really play it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a knockout, isn't it? It is. Like I couldn't stop playing it. I was glad that you told me beforehand, Scott, that it was only a couple hours mm-hmm. um, because I knew that I could just sink into the couch and and de- and just finish it. Because, you didn't have to sort of do stop and. Yeah, no, Save it, it was, halfway. I mean, there was a portion of it where I had, I was in a, a party talking with, uh, <laughs> with, uh, another occasional visitor to the, the podcast. Uh, but that was only for about five or, or six minutes. Nice. Out of okay. the few, okay. a couple hours that it because took. Because you, you can imagine it, it it's so be, atmospheric. You don't, you don't want to be chatting in a party with, with playing inside. No, you, um, it, I mean, and, 
it's it's not that like there's a ton of tense moments there's some, some at the beginning with the dogs and stuff and and then there's some later where you're uh, escaping like this weird water creature and it's just a side scrolling game yeah but but is, but eventually it's just a puzzle and you're like okay ah oh, how how do i do this and it's one of those like fast respawns after you bite it <laughs> you come back really quick yeah uh there's and no violent or anything it's violent just, kills yeah, you're a kid and you get like shot or eaten by dogs <laughs> yeah. or like drowned by this little creature, except for one time. Oh, insane. Breaking the rules of gaming. What? Oh, man. You go up, you go down, mm-hmm. you go. It's, it's essentially take Mario. It's mind bending. Take Mario and, and add a splash or giant, complete dollop of tim burton of maybe? tim burton and and black at you know and white contrast with, i would take with, with take mario fog. and tim burton and dark city and mash them together oh. and that's the, what inside is and it and it has um one of the greatest endings i've ever seen in a video game and one that i'm still sort of wrestling with the meaning of what i'm i it, there are it, so it, many questions there's no answers there's so many questions and the enemies that you're fighting earlier in the game uh, turn out to be helping you like there's it's crazy like, like you, you don't even know it makes you question whether you know what was your motive the whole time and what were the video cassettes that are lying around everywhere did you notice those no there's video cassettes no. lying everywhere in the throughout the game well now i'm gonna pay attention when i play it's um <clears throat> it's an incredible feat of of animation and and engineering in terms of the character you control especially towards the last 10 minutes really fun uh, really great gameplay. The, the animations that are in this, I don't want to ruin anything. Really puzzling, too. Oh, man. Um, I l- had to look up the, there's multiple endings, yeah. and I had to and look yeah, them up, the second just one. because I didn't have the time to sink mm-hmm. in to play it again. And you just you just need times. to see what it is, because it was just more of a collectible oh, thing. I had you. to know, you mm-hmm. know, it's like hmm. I, this crazy puzzle. Awesome, awesome. Um, I'm going to, on the break, I'm going to talk to you more about it, yes. but without I'm, this guy listening. I'm glad they've got the multiple endings on a shorter game. The multiple endings on long games are what get me. Mm-hmm. Like, You're never going to invest. Well, Bloodborne on PlayStation 3 has four, three or four <sighs> different endings, but once you get one, you're you're done. Like, it, it loads Resets. you over, oh. you know, so... You can't just like, oh, let's reload this. And no, I believe in inside you. You can just Once go to chapter. The there's sort of chapter one. markers that you can sort of jump through the game. <laughs> I think and just collect uh, each of the but once items you, to get unlocked the only secondary ending. But once you do the, I think final ending, it resets you to the beginning. I believe. Yeah, it's it's a masterpiece, like through and through. And you yeah. can t- this game took six years to make, and you can tell really like every single corner of it has been polished to. Like it, it might be the most polished video game I've ever played. Like it, every, like nothing is is left without tender, loving care and art and design. It's it's crazy. It's so intricate. Did, yeah, did the, this I just love the control. Like the control when you're near the end of the game. <sighs> did this studio do other games? Like has it? They, they did another it? one called uh, Limbo. They, they made. Oh, limbo. they did Limbo. Oh, yeah. people okay. people have yeah. theorized that perhaps this is a. Somehow connected. Prequel or There's something weird little snakes with, with... that might be slug things. Yeah, it, Limbo came out in 2010, and Inside just came out this year. So it, it took them six years. Yeah. So uh, people, if you're listening and you haven't seen it or checked it out, play Inside. Oh my god! Wow. I um I watched a movie this week. It is called The Impossible. Have you guys seen this movie? Directed, the Impossible. Directed by J. A. B- Bayona. He's the chap who directed. A monster calls, 
big fan of this guy. I'm going to say it on record now, guys. This guy, J.A. Bayona, he's directing Jurassic World 2. Right now, saying on record, January 2017. I think Jurassic World comes out next summer. Going to be amazing. Going to be unreal. Just because of this guy. Yep. Fair enough. Uh, he directed The Impossible. You heard it here first, folks. You, you did, this early. The beginning of 2017. Someone said it. I have so much faith in JW2. It's going to be unreal, man. We'll find out in the um, summer of 2018. So The Impossible came out in 2012. Horrible title. Horrible title. It's actually called Los Impossible. Spanish. Okay. Spanish film. English language. Stars Naomi Watts and Ewan McGregor as a family in Thailand uh, during the 2004 Boxing Day tsunami. Oh, yeah. Um, I liked this movie. I didn't love it. I found that the opening, like, much like the survivors of this event, they spend most of it just wandering dazed after the event. So the, the tsunami sequence is stacked in the first 20 minutes. And it is maybe some of the most exhilarating terrifying terrifying disaster sequence stuff i have ever witnessed like wow i i was my jaw was hanging open i was completely like out of breath um it there's shots of like naomi watts and her son tom holland is her son spider-man the new spidey he's like 12 years old in this or something even though 2012 feels like yesterday okay um but the shots of them tumbling under the water, getting smashed with all this fucking debris and stuff. Like, I honest to God don't know how they filmed this movie. Like, it it looks like an entire landscape covered in mud and drifting with water. Um, it's really terrifying. Um, like, I, it's a holy, holy shit moment for sure. So anyone who doesn't like disaster movies probably shouldn't watch that. The, the, it's really great makeup in this. Naomi Watts, I think, got a Best Actress nomination, and she deserves it. She's incredible in this. She just gets beat to shit in this opening sequence and spends the rest of the movie just basically on the edge of death. Whoa. Uh, and she kills it, almost. But her performance is insane. Hmm. And the makeup effects are really in, like really grisly and stuff. Like There's a scene where... Her leg is just hanging open, and Tom Holland is just reacting to her, like... The grisliness. But like, her, her uh, clothes are also hanging off. Oh. And he's more worried about that. In the se- It's a really interesting sequence. Like, he's, he's, that's what's freaking him out. Meanwhile, her leg is completely jacked open, and Ugh. but it's his mom, so it's... It, there's a lot of sort of family drama. The, the movie does go kind of downhill afterwards there's not much to it after we get that unreal opening scene yeah and then it's sort of just so why are you so sure that jurassic world 2 is going to be great because the disaster sequence in this Mm. is is perhaps maybe one of the best i've ever seen so is that what the whole jurassic park movie is going to be then i don't know probably but he did a monster calls which is spectacular oh right yeah with that one yet you guys gotta see this thing yeah you loved it right oh It'll 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 completely grab your heart, crunch it up a bit, stick it back in, and then pet it all better again. <laughs> um, this guy knows how to really draw some emotion. Um, like hmm. it, it it sort of does a Lord of the Rings thing. It clicks over to Ewan McGregor's story halfway through. Right, we don't know where he's been, and um, 
yeah, it's fantastic out of the gate, but it, it meanders towards its ending, much like what would really happen. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. It don't seem possible. Does it seem like it was a stylistic choice and it just didn't end up working? A little bit. It, it does feel like the movie just sort of gives up mm-hmm. and, and and throws itself away. Um, but Naomi, it, it sort of more focuses on Naomi Watts's health and her declining condition and whether or not they can save her. Mm, gotcha. So, Brad, what else you got? You got loads of stuff, right? Yeah, I got a few things. Um, I got a couple. Uh, one... Well, first I rewatched Deadpool, which is awesome. It is so fucking Deadpool tight. is just apparently the hilarious. highest de- uh, pirated movie of the year. Yeah, although a lot of people think that's because it came out in February. I'll so tell you it's... why. I'll tell you why it is. He's totally gonna have a comment about that in Deadpool too. Yeah. I'll tell you why it's the most pirated, and it's so I saw it in theaters, of course, and it was fantastic, hilarious, unrated. You watch it on Netflix, rated R. So Wait, it's, what? it's it's altered. It's a different version. You're fucking kidding. There's me. less boobies. I haven't seen the Netflix version. There's less swearing. Come on. There's less violence. What? what yeah, what, dudes. What did, which one did we watch? We in theaters saw the good one. We saw sure. the unrated version in theaters. I don't think so. Well, I don't know how the one that I saw in theaters had things that were not in the version that I saw. Uh, I thought they. Were, I thought they weren't doing that. Anyways. I also watched Spectral, yes. which you guys watched. <laughs> yes. I finally watched it. Uh, Spectral was lots of fun. It's tight. Um, definitely. It's like an anime come to life. Um, I watched another movie that was much more like an anime that I'll tell you about. <laughs> uh, I don't want to spend any more time on Spectral because you guys have talked about we, it. We did a de facto did, little I, I liked it a lot. Did That's you, what I'll say. Did you I liked appreciate, it a lot. I just want to ask, did you appreciate how none of the characters seemed to be idiots in it? I, For the most part, they yeah, were all people pretty behaved reasonable. like human beings. Yeah, I was like, they yes. Terrified they, human beings or <laughs> stupid human beings. And they knew, they knew how to fashion like futuristic weapons just out of like garbage lying around <laughs> it. Yeah, that was a good <laughs> bit of a stretch, but <laughs> like, it was a Ghostbusters kind of. Yeah, it was that it's, movie it's, was it's what sweet, man. I wanted Ghostbusters yeah, to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big time. Anyone? Yeah. Yeah. That's what you okay. got to watch. But you want to talk about movies that feel like anime? Anime? Uh, uh, <laughs> or Japanimation? Totally Japanimation. Uh, that would be the 2015 Daniel Lee joint Dragon Blade starring oh, you watch. Jackie oh, Chan, John God. Cusack, and Adrian Brody. You made it through this thing? I knew you watched a bit of this. I, yeah. this so first of all, this, this feels like two movies. Like there's two different parts to this movie. But it was, I mean, this is one of those so bad it's good. You know, oh, like I, I, I want to disagree. <laughs> it's is John, so bad. Is John it's Cusack? Bad. It's so bad. John Cusack is laughable. Adrian Brody's even worse. Dude, I don't know what the fuck. Adrian Jackie Brody Chan is, doing. is legit. Pulls his weight. He's a dramatic. Both of those <laughs> white boys' careers are bullshit. I was watching this going like Adrian Brody was in The Pianist. He won an what Oscar. Happened. He won an Oscar and made out with Halle Berry. What? Happened? Oh yeah, I forgot about He's that. In the worst movies. He's making poor choices. So, you know, well, um, I find very strange in this is they've got the white dudes from the Roman Legion. Yeah, and then the, the, the bros. And then the emperor kid, or not emperor, but like... The blind kid. The blind kid who's supposed Prince. to be part of the Roman Legion. Isn't he? 
He's well, a, he's he's a Chinese kid with a blonde wig on. He, it's, yeah, it's he weird. Was, he was t- so he is like the worst child actor I think <laughs> I've ever seen. There's one scene where he's crying and screaming to, at uh, Jackie Chan to leave. He's like, and it's you could almost can't watch. Like he's just it's, like, oh, ah, no, go like. Oh. I was cringing, but I loved it. I was cringing. I was like eating the pizza. I ordered a pizza. I was like, "Yes, that's a pizza." Drinking a a coke and eating a slice of sausage pizza. What is it? This movie even about? Uh, So it's about Jackie Chan is a Silk Road uh, police member, um, and they exist to stop conflict on the Silk Road, which is a route from the West uh, through to China, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a trade route. and there's this Roman legion wandering around on it, led by John Cusack. Of course. And they're badass. And, you know, they initially fight the Jackie Chan and his bros, but then so, they become bros. It's a really Jackie bro- Chan's too good. Yeah, okay, he's, he's awesome. And, and he does, like, sweet martial arts that's just blocking. Okay, that'll, and then, that'll do. And then there's a bromance, and then the legionnaires <laughs> are bros with the police, and then they stay in the city and help rebuild the wall. <laughs> So Fast there, enough so the emperor are, doesn't kill them. There and everyone are martial gets, arts in this movie. Everyone gets tangled in wires in this movie. So how and ma- then how also Adrian Brody comes in and he's like the bad legionnaire that blinded the boy the whole time. Oh, and he has the mad. most ridiculous dialogue you've ever... I, you cannot believe this guy has an Oscar at home if you watch this. I think John Cusack is even shittier. No, Adrian Brody is worse in this movie than John Cusack. Well, I just mean in terms of career. Uh, well, could I mean, be, could be. Love and Mercy was so like I'm as a Beach Boys fanboy. I'm a, I loved Love and Mercy, so he he has gets my, a pass there. Oh, dude, big time. But no Adrian one gets Brody, a pass. Adrian Guys, Brody did Splice. No one makes it out of Dragon Blade alive. No, I can't believe you. You made it through the whole thing. I think it's so bad. It's good. Oh, really? I so just, this is like a get wasted. And I could play drinking games. Oh, for sure. No okay. No yeah. And, and and I think what one of the problems that we have with it is. Period this is one of those. Dull. Well, this is one of these movies. Jackie Chan's been trying to do this for a while. He appeals to Chinese and Western audiences, and Hollywood's trying to do this more. And it's having a major effect on movies, right? Like it's it's not always a good one because they don't know how to do it yet, and and our our, our cultures are different, so our storytelling is different. So it's kind of a weird mashup. It, yeah, it's not working well yet we're reviewing the great wall later this year i cannot wait but here's but this is the thing and and i watched a couple other movies after this and i was thinking about something like zatoishi which um well that that's japanese but i think that the storytelling style is different and part of this uh chinese specifically is uh that we're gonna see Man, they love more, more plot points. Yeah, there's there's like hot. You get drama, you get comedy, and you get multiple stories within one story. They they are much better at balancing tone. Like they they do crazy dips in like comedic to dramatic to action. Yes, it's way they yeah. do it way better than American cinema usually. We don't does. dare do it. No, it's we don't have the balls to yeah. To, yeah. to sort of shift people's what I'm I'm laughing and then I'm crying what but yeah so I so could, Dragon Blade is it'll make you laugh I, yeah well, I could see it as a drinking game yeah. I, I cool. give I give you that what else you got um I watched a 1965 Robert Mulligan movie called Inside Daisy Clover what, what the hell yeah why did I watch this 
I don't tell I don't us know. why did you watch Actually, this? Wait, wait, did you know. go? Did you go to some seedy theater in the wrong side of town to watch this? No, in, this ni- is... in 1981. So, like, I have hardly any channels available on my television, but the one package that I do pay for is like the film package. So I get two channels that are just old movies, like Silver Screen and TCM. I think they are. And this came on, and I was like, "This looks." I I I don't know what hooked me. I think it was like the crazy mother in the first five minutes. Like, so who's in this? Um, this is starring Natalie Wood, Christopher Plummer, uh, Robert Redford, who is young. Is a young pup in Strapping. this, and he looks handsome. <laughs> As the Dickens uh, and Ruth Gordon. Um, so it's about like a 15 year old girl who, it's, you know, they've, they've always done this. Like she's 15. This is like a Dawson's Creek 15, right? Like she's, this is a grown woman playing a 15 year old who lives with her poor mother who's demented um, on a, in a trailer on the pier. And she goes for an audition and sends her voice, a recording of her voice in to this guy who's looking for singers or new stars. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're going to be a star. We're going to make you a star. We're going to do what we tell you, and we're going to make you a star. And uh, it's about her journey. Okay. Um, What's the year on this one? 1965. Okay. Nominated for three Oscars. Huh. Um, it went in direct... So you know what hooked me? Actually, I know what, what hooked me. It was, was Robert Redford's dreamy blue eyes. Well, besides him, of course. Uh, <laughs> his, it was actually his sweet, coiffed hair. You just want to run looked, your fingers now, through I'm, his hair. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> I was like taking notes on this guy. He was You he let was me see the drawing. How do you do this? As the, uh, fuck. Let me see. There's like a little drawing of Robert Redford in your no, notebook. Um, but uh, it, it hooked me because I was watching this thinking that it was just like a lighthearted romp. Like it was just some... I watched it five minutes and I'm thinking, this is just a musical, whatever. And sucked you right in. And then like dark stuff happens oh, and like plot twists and, you know, playing with uh, motivation, people, okay. different characters, motives and nice. like, ooh, you you didn't like this person. Now you do like this person. And it's a thriller. And this person maybe, you know, was deceiving you and multi- different like m- things about uh, marriage partners and somebody might turn out to be gay and it's a big everybody's movie star so everybody's hiding the real truth and yeah it was really good i actually really enjoyed it hmm. where, where can we see inside uh, daisy you can probably um and this is not intended as any kind of a uh I, i'm i'm serious you should go to the library and you can probably take it out of the library that's actually a great idea yeah, that seems like that's where you would get something like that because you can't go to Blockbuster anymore. Yeah, the Vancouver Public Library, by the way, is dope. It is. If it's, you haven't been and you are live in the uh, Vancouver area, hit it up. It's, it's awesome. Sh- it, it's a shame how many things just if they're if they're not on Netflix, people forget they exist. That's what I hate about streaming services. It these sucks days. ass, man. Mm-hmm. Like so much stuff is just ah, uh, and people being question forgotten. people question um physical media like blu-rays are so stupid why would you like so that we can preserve things that aren't always streaming for fuck's sakes and where do you think all the streaming sources are coming from well and netflix adds and removes stuff all the time right Fuck off. so if you want if you want that get that seat. get it get the steel book man mm-hmm. get the ghost in the shell steel book yes ill mondo oh <laughs> you got other stuff it's full book there i do i have a whole page here um very quickly <laughs> i watched the good dinosaur with my daughter uh-huh. um 
and that movie did she know what was happening she had no idea but she loved all the colors blew bubbles out of her nose and stuff or? yeah that kind of thing <laughs> i was super impressed with the landscapes um but i wouldn't say the story was bad it was just light there wasn't much story there people don't like this one right people weren't a it's big not fan a, of... it's not a standard pixar because of the story yeah right? the, well like, like there's not a lot of story there's just it's a tech demo. Yeah, Tim says yeah, the background. It's all it's all about. It's like it's crazy, basically yeah. a wallpaper demo. You know, like a live wallpaper demo. <laughs> Shit, it's like uh, web shots. It's something to put on the TVs in your Best Buy, so that people can be amazed at and how and good the buy, TV looks. You know, yeah, exactly. Pixar should oh, just make photorealistic. Like, they should stop making cartoony shit and just make photorealistic. That's yeah. so much harder though. And then you get into the uncanny valley. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the. When you start doing people, that's when you run into that, right? Yeah. Or like so they just animals, make them have recognizable them. living creatures, and, and they just make them look like old Disney cartoon characters in 3D. Kind yeah, of, you that's know? what Creepy. people are kind of going for now, and it's I'm not. But, but uh, anyways, the good dinosaur looks great, light on story, but great for kids. Sweet, put it in VR. You know, totally great for kids. Yeah. Um, the last thing that I'll mention was the 2008 Wilson Yip movie, Ip Man. Oh, oh yeah! Starring Donnie Yen, Simon <sighs> Yam, Katum Lam, and Hiroki Ikeuchi. So you have two. There's two more to follow. Are you gonna watch those? <laughs> they're not as absolutely. Good. They're not as good, but they're definitely worth watching. I will I, say. Not that. only am I gonna watch them, I'm also gonna watch the the Jet Li. Uh, there's a Jet Li movie. I think it's called like Iron Fist or something, and it's about. It's literally the same, the same as thing. Ip Man. Yep. It's the same. <laughs> so who is it man he's the guy who trained Bruce, Lee. was Bruce Lee's teacher yeah he was one of the like he's a grandmaster in uh, there's a movie called the grandmaster I think that might be the one you want to watch okay with Jet Li Jet Li yeah okay well he probably plays it man yeah cause uh, so he's he's the ma- grandmaster of Wing Chun um, and Gung-hoo. this takes place um, just before and during the World War II uh, occupation by the Japanese in a place called Foshan, which is this little area in uh, mainland China that is, uh, they explain, is famous, becomes famous for Kung Fu. And everybody has their own uh, schools. Including and, the Japanese. Um, well... <laughs> No, it's just it's just a Chinese village. Like it's this small little village, but it's famous for its kung fu. Um, is it famous for its shack fu though? Not yet. <laughs> so Ip Man is he lives there and he's a master and everybody knows he's a master, but they know he's they kind of laugh at him because he he's a master of Wing Chun, but they never he also doesn't teach, so they don't really know. Um, and. He just kicks everybody's ass. So though. some dudes roll into town, some northern bandits type dudes, and they're like, "Where's who's?" They knock on the door to the first school. Who is your master? And they're like, "I am your, I am the master." And he's like, yeah, can, "We know kung fu. Can we challenge you? We want to show that our kung fu is more powerful than your kung fu." They talk like this, right? Kind of, yeah. Like actually, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, so they beat everybody up and oh, they go through all the masters and then they get to Ip Man and he fucking embarrasses them. He's at the top of the Mortal Kombat mountain. Ip Man's like, Ip Man doesn't even move when you fight him. Like, you do all of your like 
over level 9,000 shit, and he doesn't even, he like, break a you. sweat. So is Chirrut Imwe, the, the, the Rogue One character, basically just, like, Ip Man Star, Star Wars? Wars? Yeah, Star Wars totally. Ip Man? Dude, Chirrut, in Star Wars, he's a pussy compared to Ip Man. <laughs> so Ip Man would have kicked Chirrut's ass? Yeah. He's not blind, first but, of all. But, okay, Ip Man wasn't one with the Force, and the Force wasn't one with Ip Man. No, but, like, he... Like people pull weapons on him you and can't stuff. Say and he that doesn't for sure. even he doesn't even bat an eyelash and then like he takes a clothesline and you know disarms ten guys. He so okay, so first he takes out the bandits, okay? <laughs> then the Japanese occupy his village and they start it's it's brutal. Like he goes from being a rich dude with a nice house to his house becomes the, the Japanese office and he's a homeless and he works in a coal mine. Uh and then the general who runs his village, the Japanese general. They have a fight club. He, yeah, he has a fight club because he loves martial arts. That's what I meant by the Japanese. School. And he's actually looking for someone to train. Okay. The Japanese army. And it man finds out that one of his bros has been beaten to death at this fight club. And he's like, fuck, I want to go kick everyone's ass. And he goes. <laughs> and if you win a fight, you get a bag of rice. And so... One of the masters before was like, I want to fight three guys. And I'm like, oh shit, okay. And he gets his ass kicked. And then he, I think he, Fuck. and so It Man goes in and he's like, I want to fight 10 guys. <laughs> and the general who sounds, he looks so awesome and sounds so awesome. He's like, you want to fight 10 guys? Okay, you can fight 10 guys. <laughs> <laughs> who did, the, did you watch a dub? Uh, no, I watched uh, subtitles. So you watched a subtitled version, but, but they it, still talked like... Yeah. yeah that's, Kung Fu, what? Chinese people sound like closer to a French accent. Japanese people sound like they have deep voices and they're trying to lift heavy things. <laughs> of course. <laughs> like, oh, that's I I go. <laughs> like, that's Japanese. And well, it is very throaty. Like, it's it much more like that. Well, and he's, they're, they're all like military dudes putting on airs, right? So mm-hmm. they're like exaggerating how masculine they sound. So they actually do... Like, talk like the that. samurai would talk like that all the time. And the one guy, when he talks to the boss, he's like, mm, okay, general. And then when he turns around and talks to so the, the crowd, um, he's like, yes, uh, okay. You know? So you're in good hands because you have two more of these badass kung fu movies to sit through. And I think this the third one, I watched a bit of it, and it, it looks polished and tight. And the old one, like, it's from 2008. It looks this a one bit, is, yeah. It looks kind of old. I loved it. Yeah. Donnie Yen is awesome. But they're, still, so they're still making these things. So the new one looks tight i can't wait you got anything else uh no that's i'm so glad you watched it man (sighs) (laughs) yes yeah the the movie is called the grand master uh what is the uh and it's like by by wong wong kor wai there's another one yeah it's like an orange background and it's just jetly like (laughs) yeah that's every cover with jetly on it (laughs) um Guys, let's get into this. Nausicaa is waiting for us. She's flying around on her. She's been waiting for like 35 years. Her sweet little (laughs) glider that you can just like pick up with one hand, it seems like. That that glider is magic. It's just a magic glider that goes like. It's. I want one so bad. I would die. Uh, <laughs> I would have no idea how to use it properly when I got it. Yeah, I love how they just, you know, they, in the Valley of the Wind, they just throw kids on them. Hey, just grab onto a hand glider and just fly off just this cliff. Who go cares? as high as you want. You can jump out of a plane with it. It's fine. The wind takes Don't care afraid. of us. The wind gives us life. It won't kill you. And if it doesn't, you. then you deserved it. <laughs> uh, Nausicaa. 
of the valley of the wind coming up. of the apes. It's great to see you. Thank you for helping me with that Orm. You've certainly mastered that glider of yours. You think so? Father says I have a long way to... Hmm? Oh, yes. I forgot all about this little fellow. He's the reason I got in trouble with the Orm. Wow. Is that a fox squirrel? I've never seen one. I hadn't either. I saw an insect carrying him off and I mistook him for a human baby. I had no choice but to use my gun. Oh. Oh, so that's why the Om was so angry with you. He's quite spirited. Apparently he didn't inhale too much of the jungle's poison. Better not touch him. Even the babies are vicious. Come on. It's okay. Careful. You were just a little scared, weren't you? <laughs> Keep him, Lord Yupa? Of course, certainly. <laughs> Thank you. So that was a clip from Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Warrior pacifist Princess Nausicaa desperately struggles to prevent two warring nations from destroying themselves and their dying planet. The English version, mm -hmm. the Disney dub of Nausicaa, stars Allison Lohman, Patrick Stewart, Shia LaBeouf, Uma Thurman, uh, and Edward James Olmos. Also, the mayor of Pegite would be none other than Mark Hamill. What up? What, how, would you, how, do, how did you pronounce it? Pe Pegite? Pegite? Yeah. Pegite? 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 Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's some two different versions, obviously, of this. There's the original Japanese version, which Red actually watched. Yeah, I just against, watched the Japanese against, one. Against, like, the agreement of what we were going to do. No, we were, we're going to try and you were be familiar do, with all of them. You were going to do both. Yeah. Um, and I this, hadn't, this be good. hadn't watched the Japanese one uh, very recently. Did they, so. did they describe her as a warrior pacifist? Yeah, that's an oxymoron. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's still, not really a warrior. She has, she has a sweet sword, though. She's like an explorer. I don't... She has a sword? No, she's a flying the, sweet machine. The sword thing. isn't hers when she uses it. Like oh that's, yeah, that's her dad's sword. Well, she she uses a sword to break the. Uh, oh yeah, she does have her. She ceramic has a sword. sword you guys. Right, yeah. Oh yeah, they have ceramic swords like star metal, like amazing, unbreakable. The Valley of the Wind has the best swords. Yeah, all she, the swords. She uses it, it to pry out the Ohm's eye when it's she finds awesome. it out in, awesome. the, in the sea of decay. So you guys, Toxic I can. Jungle. It probably goes without saying. You guys are Miyazaki fans. Who isn't? Are there people who don't like him or just don't know him? You well, know, I could see there, there's stuff out there that's only okay, but that's still fun to watch. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't know anybody who doesn't. It's crazy like stuff. Yeah, Miyazaki. if you like movies and you like stories, I mean, yeah, this guy's. <laughs> so th this is his probably 
originating piece of work. There's a movie called The Castle of Cagliostro, I think, something like Cagliostro, that. Cagliostro, yeah. That's I from the, that the late 70s. That's his officially his first feature, but this really was his debut movie. Uh, guys, what did you think of Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind? Mike, you haven't, you had not seen this. I thought it was pretty cool, not going to lie. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I was also a little sad that I only saw it now because it does look old. Like it's got old animation. It's, it, it's still uh, Miyazaki style, but it's not as clean as the mm-hmm. newer stuff. And you can almost see the cells. Yeah, and the, sh- and the shame of that is that if you had seen this back in the day, it would have been called Warriors of the Wind. And it was a severely hacked down version of this, like 80 minutes long. How would you even cut this down? They changed her name to Princess Zandra. They completely. What? It's completely (laughs) different. Um, But yeah, I I see what you mean. Like to to have watched this as a kid might have been more effective or even younger than we are now because it is dated. Well, I still I still enjoyed it. I just wish there was a little more to it i guess okay. it shows a lot and it i have so many questions about what's going on cuz the world is so compelling it just doesn't answer any of those questions i think it's best left um, that way i think that the best things world building the, yeah leave you with questions like that and any attempts to really answer them like sometimes ruin well worlds and i understand that with the world building i just kind of want to know a little more about why everybody, if if humanity is almost ex- extinct, why the hell is everyone still at war with each other? Because we're selfish. I, I, well, I, people are bad. I know, like that's just so inherently. He- it's so heavy-handed in the film. I just wanted a better explanation than that. Tur- yeah, because it, you know, as it turns well, out, the, Tol- we... the Tolmecians, man, those nasty Tolmecians. But the Tolmecians, it's all it's all perspective, man. Well, then the Pejit or Pejite or whatever, yeah, they. They're worse in my eyes. Like they do some crazy. Uh, they do some irrational stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's not cool what they do. It's Pegite? Pegite. Yeah, I don't know. Like it just seemed a little too much. Like okay, well, you know what? We're just gonna fuck everybody, regardless of what happens, even if it screws us over too. I was like, okay, have have they just been surviving by the skin of their teeth for so long that they're just like, screw it, we need to do this. Uh, which actually, you know, now that I say that out loud, seems to be what a lot of them were going for. With, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, this overall, I really enjoyed the film. I just I wanted a little bit more explanation. That's just me, though. Okay. Hmm. Red. Maybe we can help you. We can help explain this. Yeah, to you. maybe. Well, but like, you shouldn't. I've need, seen you, it a few times. You shouldn't need a podcast to understand this movie, though, right? You should. No. Yeah. It's it's awesome. You love, I love this, movie. this movie. You love it. Um, the crafts in this film oh. are. Fantastic! They're unbelievable. Um, by, by crafts, do you mean all of the airships? airships? Yes, they look like the dragonflies that we see in the opening sequence of the movie. With the, in that weird, you know, poison and toxic jungle area, there's really strange-looking mutated bugs. So that's the other thing that I love is the visuals of the uh, like spores and the, the 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 new sort of flora that's growing up. And whether it's the the poisoned kind or you know the clean kind that she's got growing down in the basement, that looks so cool. I just love the 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 and then the the idea of the caverns underneath everything that's purifying everything. Like you that. could, <clears throat> we might call it spore punk. 
I will, I, oh, and also like the masks. Like, what's with the dog face masks? They're awesome gas masks, right? Yeah, why do you have to look like a like old like bloodhound? The I don't know. The entire intro to this is amazing. Where Patrick Stewart's character, um, Lord yes, Lord, running in on those big ostrich Lord Yupa just wanders things. through. But just the opening shot where it's just a a desolate landscape and, and Lord Yupa emerges from the mist on those chocobos, which are clearly... They're, they're, they're precursor to chocobos. Final Fantasy just blatantly yeah. ripped off these bird creatures for chocobos. Like, just make them yellow, yellow, yellow instead and, of black. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> um, I love them, though. They're really cool. Yeah. Also, the fox squirrel is adorable. Cute. It's really good, right? Yeah, yeah. And the scene where he bites her... Finger and his 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 face is all crunched up and aggressive. Oh, you want to talk about foreshadowing? And slowly, he relaxes and then he just licks the blood. It's, oh, he's he's just scared. Yeah, a little fox squirrel. Yeah, he's just he's just scared. Uh-huh. That's that perfectly foreshadows later events, don't you think? Oh, it might. I would say so. Ooh, I would say so. This is a WWF recommended movie, isn't it? <laughs> It literally has like a the World Wildlife Federation, the World not... Wildlife Federation's like stamp on the film. But really interesting. I don't think I've ever seen a movie have I that before. That um, the movie I... might be trying to say something. I don't know if that helps. That might that might that might not be a good call. I understand it. It it, it colors your expectation. Now the movie has a message. Quote unquote, right? What's well, like going to watch Happy Feet? Like, is the Happy Feet brought to you by like the Audubon Society or something? <laughs> well, it's it just now the movie has a message about the environment, you know? Well, it does. always did. Yes, but now it's sort of like, like a literal stamp. stamp. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, this is an inconvenient truth. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, this is political, maybe. What? Which is fine. Like this is way better than stuff we got. Like this came out in 1984, guys. Insane, wow. insane. I was, I did not exist. To think that, like all of these images, all of the amazing aircraft imagery, and this totally bizarre alien futuristic world that and is the, the, that that is Earth. Night woman wearing like made of gold armor. <gasps> all of this imagery, like, is was all cooked up in like the early 80s. This is all. This is a really underrated movie, I think. Uh, and, and, and I think the imagery in this is, has been sort of quietly replicated in, in so many video games, in so many other pieces of art, where you, if you want like spore punk, which maybe I just coined tonight, um, I think it's all comes down to this, this movie with like sort of the, the pollen, pollinated, you know, seeding poison gas, like sort of landscape. I've never seen it done anything like it's so detailed. It's yeah. in, it's absolutely insane. More people need to see this movie. It's um, a shame more people haven't. I have a stylistic complaint. What is it? I'm just nitpicking at this point. You got to understand that I really enjoy this <laughs> film. I don't understand all of the knights if they're still using guns because in the real world heavy armor disappeared because bullets would just go through it anyway. So why slow yourself down? So all of these knights fighting against dudes with guns doesn't make any sense to me. Their guns, I but think, they were like cool. old-fashioned style guns, and, and not even, like, their guns were like... Did Although they, maybe they just, like, fire things to, like, burn well, they, they had flamethrowers and stuff, but they also had guns. Uh, but, but maybe, going back to you talking about her sword, the armor is made out of 
the crazy ceramic shit. So yeah. the guns don't Locks. pierce it. Mm-hmm. There, there is a scene where I think Lord Yupa says, like, my ceramic sword will tear your armor to shreds or something like that. Like, he, they, those swords can actually cut through armor, apparently. Those ceramic swords. So why does anybody wear armor? Because <laughs> it looks awesome and it's made of gold, man. That's true. No, the movie, soldiers, though. Why do the soldiers wear it? Because it looks awesome and it's supposed to be and all... It sweet. sounds cool when it, they march. It's like a ma- mashup of like knights in shining armor and World War One or something. Yeah, I'm all for uh, a platoon of knights coming out of a weird Mad Max-style airship. Uh-huh. So That looks like a weird bug. Like, how the fuck does it even fly? That thing. Hopes and dreams. It looks so epic. Duct tape. The, the gunships look sick. When the sequence when yeah, we have... They, do. Um, they look like guns. Like, just the epic scale that Miyazaki's painting his... The, the brush he's using here is massive. Where those ships just hulking across the fields... Oh, lots of skies. Crashing. The skies look so good. You know, smashing Always. through the, the towers with all the windmills on them. It, oh, that was the other thing I was going to say. It's not just the crafts that look cool. The windmills, like I love the slatted, oval, like windmills. Looks yeah, so cool. th- th- this movie is like intricate from top to bottom. I don't, again, I don't know how they pulled this off in the early '80s. Like you, you look at movies from the, that time and anywhere else, like animated stuff. It's it looks like nothing compared to this man. Um, I'm I'm a huge fan of this movie. It's it's super dated though. Like it it really is. Um. It's psychedelic as fuck, actually. When you see these weird ohms, they're literally called ohms, which is ohm. super psychedelic. Well, it's not that ohm. It's ohm like O-H-M, like Omu. the electricity. Omu, yeah. Ohm. Um, I just love those weird sitar beats that you, that you get. Oh, the music is so crazy. It is definitely 80s music. And then when, the, the, at the beginning of the film, we're introduced to Nausicaa, and she's this... You, the description was ridiculous that I read off the top here. It doesn't match her at all. Um, she's She seems more of like a strange botanist or something. Yeah. She's an explorer. But she really seems like someone she's who's... She's curious she, about... She's trying to understand... She's an environmentalist. Like, she's a... She's, she seems like she's studying she's the forest. She's in touch with nature. She goes so far as to just lie in the pollen the yeah, poison she's, pollen she's, as it as it she's cultivating a rela- that's what she does she cult her um, uh like profession is cultivating yeah. a relationship with so nature. It, I, I, it's a great way to establish nausicaa's character as just like she is being at one with nature that's yeah that's what she does like uh tuned in i yeah i just love the imagery of her sitting in that weird little dome with all of the little pollen just burying falling her. down, her. but then just we, falls asleep. Yes, yeah. and then then we remember that it's the eighties because as soon as the ohm bursts out of the forest and starts chasing uh, Lord Yupa and Nausicaa, it goes into fucking full eighties. Mike, and the thing's racing right at the screen. It's like a Mega Man beat or something. And like tentacle legs It does legs seem out a lot like face. a video game. It's Mega Man straight yeah. up. It's it's cool, but it, it reminds you that it's the 80s and it's synth heavy. It, it reminds me of one of those levels in Mario, like when the screen is scrolling to the side. <laughs> oh, no. And you have to keep up. And even though this floor is like falling away. Well, she like Nausicaa kind of does level up when she gets her little fox squirrel buddy. Like it does play a little level up fanfare music. Like she gets like a plus one to like. What do you get a plus? What do you get a bonus to when you get an animal companion? In what? 
anything and yeah. let's just say animal husbandry <laughs> <laughs> probably like your charm your charisma goes up if handle, you have an animal handle animal handle animal um that's but, that's D D. That's what you start with. So, yeah, I know. So, so, speaking of druid, it's way so, more so we, badass than that. We we have Nausicaa being just chased by these giant ugly ass ohm red eyes killing it. She's just making Kit Cloud Kicker look like a complete joke. He's lame. Well, he doesn't have a engine on his thing though. Does like, she have an a, engine? Yeah. She, the, the glider the is glider so, has it's an so well conceptualized, right? Like the 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 illustrations are so detailed and you there's little little kicks that she can give to the gear. Like there's a little clutch pedal that she pops yeah, up and there's little handles, different ways to grab you, it. You really sort of are getting an, a look at maybe how this thing would work and the weird engine on the back and shit. It reminds me a little bit of some uh Incal style stuff. It's awesome. It's the, the glider is one of my favorite parts. It's the star of the movie, right? It's the way it's, she rides it. It's on every poster. When she holds it, when she comes in, like There's so holding many it above her head, do, and, man. and lets it sort of fly off on its own. It's so cool. It's like having a skateboard, you know? It's like there's, oh, you can do an ollie. And yeah, if you were the only person in the world to have a skateboard, that's exactly what it'd be like. No, but like there's tricks, like doing back, backside indies with your fucking yeah, like, but she's also, Nobody else has one of those. I think they're teaching all the kids how to use them in the valley, aren't they? They do at one point. They're like, hey, kids, like, just jump off cliffs. Who cares? It's the valley of the wind. Not going to get hurt. The wind yeah, I feel gives, that us, was gives odd, us life. Like, when they're like, she's just comfortably like just jumping out of planes to start it. I'm like, that's not intimidating? Okay. Um, so we're introduced to the thrust of this plot of the movie is the giant warrior's um, and this is where the movie starts to maybe lose me a tiny bit. I don't know if we fully get enough information about we really the, the, don't. the giant wars. So, guys, explain to me what we get here. We have the Thousand Year War. Yeah, we the know thousand, that was... thousand years ago, there was the Seven Day War. Seven Days of Fire. The world, yeah, Seven Days of Fire. World yeah. burned for seven days. So what happened? What happened? The, the giant warriors. So humans created nuclear weapons, a.k.a. giant warriors. That's the allegory that I'm going with, and I think that's the idea. Seems like it might be. Nuclear weaponry. Weaponry. It equals the god warrior, giant warrior. These giant, goofy-looking things. So we had the seven days of fire a thousand years ago. The earth was destroyed. Were we fighting the the Ohm? No, we were no. fighting each other. We were fighting each other. And then the Ohm got all pissed off? No, the Ohm was not around yet. No, in the thousand years since, the Sea of Decay has spread. So in, in the English version, it's the Toxic Jungle. That's one thing that's different. That sea I, of Decay sounds so much cooler. Do, it really like, does. I think people wouldn't get it, though, because they think, well, where's the actual sea? I'm w- waiting for the ocean. Yeah, because you're right. People are dumb. And when the Sea of Decay is more like... A jungle. Uh, not even a jungle, like a, a weird play or like a spreading... It's a... Uh, uh, what would you call that? It's a that? fungus. It's a spreading fungus. It's like in StarCraft when you have to grow that shit for the fucking Zergs to live on. Like this. It's a blight. Slag or slump. It's a blight. <laughs> yeah, it's a blight. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, People don't get that to- toxic jungles a little. I don't, so anyways, I don't understand. Uh, this thing has spread and is spreading around the world and... Also, it was created though because we fought the Ohm and they and well, their their we, bodies turned into the toxic jungle. No, I think that no, I think I, it I think was nature it, sort of rebelling. Sort of lost to time, actually, what happened, and we blame it on the Ohm, but the Ohm are like mutated insects and shit, and they're 
they're not. Yeah, because as Nausicaa finds out, the Sea of Decay is actually purifying, which is a brilliant the uh, the pollution. Which is a brilliant little beat to the story so because all, all the beneath every underneath everything, the Sea of Decay <clears throat> is purifying all the water, and and the and the animals, insects, these evil creatures end up to maybe they're actually just. They actually, yeah, they know that, and they're trying to protect it. Humans don't fuck around with the and balance they, of nature. They get mad when you try and cut down. So forests. that actually, <clears throat> that actually lends an interesting angle to the environmental, like argument of the movie. Is is the is the argument of Nausicaa or the 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 message that like, hey, doesn't matter what we do, or I, mean, I guess it does, but Earth is going to repair itself anyway, so it'll just kill us in the process. <laughs> so, you know, like. No, it says stop trying to burn the bad away. Like, yes, let, don't use fire. Recognize that nature takes care of things. Yes, yeah, because and we have to take care of nature. The Valley of yeah. the Wind. The guys in the Valley of the Wind say we use, uh, you know, water, clean water, and and wind. Like to- the forest has protected us for a thousand years, and the fires have burned it away in a day. Whoa. Well, yeah, and that, that, that comes up think- all the time because. They all this unearthed giant warrior that two two kingdoms have found, they which we don't get any. Like we, an we don't get anything like like about what that process was. Where Tolmecki and the princess invaded. that like, they, she sees a princess in the flying airship. Well, but we don't get any information before that. So did were the Tolmeckians occupying Pegeta? Yeah, and and they were like you know forcefully extracting this embryo. Yeah. Because the Pegites, whatever the hell they're called, they found Pegetians? They Pegetians. found it, and Cole was it Colmechian? Cole, Tolmechian? Tolmechian. So they basically they are wanted like, it. They're hauling it back to their country, which is when the ship crashes. The ship crashes. I don't understand this embryo. Can you guys help me? That's what I need to know here. Is is this? It's a remnant from the thousand year war from these giant warriors we created a thousand years ago, or yeah, the seven like, days of they fire. Found it somewhere. Well, somebody found it somewhere, and the Tolmecians were stealing it from them. And it's an embryo, or is this is this it's a like baby? A, yeah, it's like an egg or something. It's not a. You had to grow it. No, apparently, but you have to grow it with like technology. You got to steampunk your way in. You got to genetic. You have to bioengineer it up into. Well, you got to get steampunk engineering going on. They, they talk at one point about this being the torso of it. And seeing it later, it just made me think that they had pieces of it. And so it's just a giant skeleton that's actually a cyborg that's supposed to have skin to function. Like so it's, it's like a giant replicant. It's a giant replicant. <laughs> and so they're... <laughs> cool. They're growing the flesh and stuff on it. It's Attack on Titan. Yeah, basically. They're growing the flesh and stuff on it, but they got it out too soon. So It's the, not right. The it's, organic it's, components yeah. don't work the way they're supposed to. So... um. But why on earth did it survive for a thousand years? Well, it was like in a swamp or something. I the don't conditions know. were perfect. Yeah, they had it. Who yeah. knows? The conditions were perfect. I don't I don't know. I don't necessarily think that it did. Parts unknown. Like I, I get the sense that anyone, if they knew what was going on, could sort of take the skeleton of it and try and regrow yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there wasn't there's not a lot of people. No, there, I feel there like are this not. World, like, there's it's pretty not, small it's feeling. Sparsely isn't? populated. There's no one around. So like this could have been just you know, not the right people didn't know about it. Yeah. I mean Everybody was dead. It, yeah, it feels like a small universe, doesn't it? 
It's a big world, but like a small number of people living that, in it. That's my biggest complaint about how everyone's willing to just kill everybody else. Like, There's well, a lot of death in Lord this film. Yupa, Lord Yupa is willing to kill anyone in man. Like that guy will fucking jump from plane to plane and just stab <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty... He's taking blades in the forearm. Nausicaa, you must calm down. Brah! Takes one blade in his forearm from his niece or whatever. Oh, and just... And then another one it. from the soldiers invading his town. He's like, don't... don't he's badass. Oh, man. I love it. He's Lord, a real badass. Lord Yupa's dope, dude. Don't you think that Miyazaki is excellent at, like, getting you emotionally attached to his characters? Yes. Making you feel all of the feelings? Oh, yeah. Like, that's his, oh, that's his MO, expert. right? He is an expert. Um, you guys, do you ever hear the word pollution anymore? Not really. Right? Um, well, now change. it's much more specific. You, like, pollution was like a 70s and 80s word, wasn't it? When, like, was, acid it was very rain. 90s, too. I remember, okay. like, it was all about pollution at school in the 90s. Now it's all about carbon. Is that what we meant the whole time? Well, it's well we we know about like the water cycle and carbon and like emissions and you know uh all, all much more specific things than when you just talk about yeah pollution's pretty air general, pollution right? and water but that's pollution what it, i remember there's a gi joe episode back in the day <laughs> about pollution where no like the cobra commander says like if we whatever my plan is it's like if we can succeed in our plans then we'll finally pollute the entire world what? That sounds <laughs> accurate. Okay. That, like, it seems like an issue. Well, Joe. Captain, Captain Planet was around in the 90s, it's, and that was specifically fighting pollution. pollution. Yeah, so so yeah. This, feel, this film feels like it's made in the acid rain hysteria a little bit, like, um, which, I, I, I mean... I don't know. This You're reminding me of an argument of something related that I just was reading about. Um this uh so a lot of people are talking about the bbc documentary that's recently had another season released uh planet earth planet earth right of course planet it's earth. gorgeous it's a gorgeous it's insane nature documentary yeah um um but there's a a critic who is saying that it's it, it's sort of it's a fantasy and it makes you forget like these these filmmakers keep going to these parks and reserves that are actually shrinking every year and it makes you forget like the devastating impact that humans are having on the planet and that we're actually losing species at a ridiculous rate and and i i think that that's valid but i don't know you just reminded me of mm, okay I, not bad this relevant. Nice little tangent. Relevant. Um, I digress. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, the movie digresses a couple of times, by the way, when it starts going, la, 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 la. What is this? What, that what made it, me think la, of Akira. La, 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 it, it made me think of the, like, blum, 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 blum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is very, which it came out four years before Akira yeah. came out. Um, I don't know if this works for me, this stuff. It feels... Like it, it, it's quirky. It's really memorable. Um, is that, it's a little distracting to me. Is that in the mind of the Ohms, though? It doesn't work with the tone of the movie. Yeah, is it? it it's the strange tentacles and stuff. That it's it's the field of gold that you're sort of getting f- premonitions of, and 
Yeah, that one sequence it's that you get five seconds it's of absolutely from Baba, brilliant, Mama I, Baba, or whatever. Did, I did, I love that. Did we need the Savior prophecy though? Like, that five, the five, literally, there's like five seconds spent on that. Yeah, right. Well, she just sort of points like, to a tapestry. Oh, she points to the a tapestry. Comes in blue. And she, then she she in the she, field she of gold. earlier in the film. There's a tapestry scene that she's you know. Well, yeah. Oh, that, well, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. The corner of I've this tapestry that. is this is the man in blue who will lead us all to the promised land, and he walked upon fields of gold. So to me, I, I love it, the way that like comes around in such a bizarre way, um, which you, you never Did think... Did it add oh, what, anything? Be, I think it added... Um, Other than some old woman, because no one else cared about it, being like, oh, shit, I, it was supposed to be a man, but guess what? It's a woman, which actually, you know what, at the time was probably a pretty big deal. Yeah, this yeah. film is a really good example of like a, a of a of a a heroine who a strong female lead. I don't like using that term. Strong female character feels like cliche. Does this pass the Bechdel test? I think it it definitely does. Does it? I'm sure it does. Does There's, she talk to any other? Females? She talks to Obaba um, about about a man. Does she talk to? No, I don't think it's about a man. Well, Obaba's talking about the prophecy of a man. Uh, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> It, it just feels like she's she's a really good example of a character that's really old that would have maybe fell into a lot of stereotypical trappings and like does not, you know, like yeah, that's true. She's just a capable character, and it's her sex is almost irrelevant except for the one scene where she opens her shirt up to, to let, let little Tata fox in. squirrel in, revealing a large just some cleavage, a large bosom that's unexpected for cleavage, Nausicaa. Yeah. So being naughty now. I'm going to throw this out there. For the first 10 minutes, I had to, like, I was just staring at the screen and be like, okay, what the fuck? Is she wearing I, pants? Yes. Because I'm... They, I'm, are, they are beige pants. Because yes. I'm colorblind. And it was... <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm a little colorblind. So and it, they were close enough that it looked exactly like her skin tone to me. So I was it like... Does. What the like? You're seeing up her skirt and stuff. And well, yeah, like in at the very start of the film, the skirt flies up just a little, and you see some cheek. I'm like, oh shit, is she not wearing any underwear? And then she's just but, wearing khakis. Well, and then they show it way like way too much. Like, okay, her she's ass gotta be wearing pants. She's gotta be wearing pants. Like, so and then finally, yes, this they is sh- a family movie. Finally, they show actual wrinkles and stuff. I was like, okay, good, because this is weird. <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. Why would you be on a glider yeah, really, in a really yeah, short Sometimes some of that anime stuff. Well, that's why I wasn't can sure. Get a little freaky deaky. Um, I, I I agree though. This movie has some like pacing and editing issues. To be honest with you, flip flopping back and forth between some of these storylines, I, I did kind of get a bit lost a few times. Where I'm like, okay, where are we and what? I, I you're not supposed to worry about that. There's just explosions. Watch them. I guess, yeah. You know, I didn't know where we're flying to at some points, right? We're in the air. We're just with a big convoy. I'm like, okay, where exactly are we going? I don't... I'm you're, not sure if any of that is clear enough. Yeah, I'm right with you. The scenes where they're just in the clouds. What, are we, what are we doing in, up here? In the clouds for it's so, so we can, long. It's so we can have some cool dog fights. Yeah, they the are, clouds look beautiful. Those dog fights are so fucking badass. And I, yeah, I love that this has the remnants of old technology and then salvaged technology going on. So, so those giant Airbuses that they're flying are, I, I, again, I have no idea how those things stay together. They seem to blow up very easily. Super easily. But then you've got the gunships, like the one the dude from Pajit was flying. This really cool sci-fi Cowboy, looking Cowboy wing Bebop thing. Cowboy things, yeah. 
but then also the Derringer ship. They're that the, is so. It just looks like the front of like a sidearm gun. It looks awesome. It, it, it just looks like a, a shotgun. Or not even. It looks like a hand like a little pistol, like a hand it's like gun. A Derringer to me. It's that thing is awesome. And is that what Nausicaa is is stealing or, or removing the ohm shell eyeballs for? Is to put on the side of the gunship because th- those have similar shaped glass. It, it could be domes on them. It could be. We don't really know why she why she stole Just that because it's light. I don't, and it's awesome. We don't actually know much about motivation for anybody in this <laughs> film. Um. But yeah, I, th- I thought like cross-cutting between these stories was sometimes kind of chaotic. Um, and the movie is kind of long. It's a full... It's two a hours. solid two hours, right? Yeah. Well, it's just shy by like a couple minutes. Um, so the, the the finale of this movie... Spoiler section, right? I guess. Yeah, let's do it. It's um, only 30 years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It involves baiting the Ohm... The Ohm herd. Like, basically inciting an Ohm stampede by kidnapping a baby. So they go for the Lost World approach. torturing it. Okay. They go go all Lost World, right? They steal a baby T-Rex. I want to throw this out there for anyone who's listening to this and hasn't actually seen the movie and is wondering what the hell. The size of the Ohm is gigantic. Yes, they're, a full-grown ohm is what like, would you say the size of a beetle, uh, like a beetle with ten thousand eyes, the size of like probably an apartment building, easy? an apartment building, like a five or seven-story building. Yeah, it's like it, it like the sky dome. No, you think they're the size One, of the, no, no, like no, the size of a football field though, probably right? No, no, H- half a football field, half a football field. I'd say like the size of like a swimming pool or like a tennis court. No, but they're also tall, so they're like seven stories tall. Humongous and, and like beasts, man! Half a football field, it's disgusting. Long. And it, so a baby is like an actual Volkswagen Beetle. Yes, exactly. Um, and so it involves this little urn that they're dragging the baby. I just love the imagery the, of this whole sequence. It's dude, so bizarre, it's like and Koopa this is thing. one. Yes, exactly. It's exactly what I was yeah, thinking of. Yeah. Oh, there's so many things that I think that to me, Nausicaa feels a little bit like the music is very similar to Jodorowsky's Dune, but the movie feels like it 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 is this bizarre thing that spawned so many other science fiction can, and fantasy properties yeah, that like you can it, see its fingerprint on other things. It extended so far and further, and it, it buried itself deeper than we will ever really know. Um, and yeah, that is totally Koopa in his little shell, floating <laughs> with the like clown when, face. When you finally on it. get to Koopa in Super Mario World, the clown face and thing. He's, yeah, floating in that little helicopter bowl. <laughs> um, <laughs> the hella bowl. That's what. Uh, that's what they're carrying the baby Ohm in, and, and so, he's like got like hooks sticking out of him. Yeah. It's really tragic. Looking. It's it's very like he's look, leaking this black animal, fluid. It's animal cruelty, right? Yeah, the, the, it's blue fluid which turns Nausicaa's dress from pink to blue, thus fulfilling the prophecy of the man in blue. I love it. I don't. I, maybe it didn't land for you guys, but I, the prophecy works for me because... It's like it, indigo, basically. It twists. It's what its blood is like indigo. Yeah. I, um, yeah, but why do we need the prophecy? I know. It's still a valid question. I don't know if I have an answer for you. <laughs> Fuck. Because it doesn't change anything. <laughs> Why do we have a prophecy in Star Wars? Yeah, I guess, but 
they're cool. The prophecies are cool to set up and have them fulfilled. It's 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 cathartic. It, it feels satisfying, doesn't it? And then it? you get to subvert it by making it a female instead of a male. And and the yeah. way that you subvert the expectations. Oh, you never thought Nausicaa would be you know, the prophecy for all these reasons and it still fulfills all of them. Like almost like a time travel movie where the paradox you uh, can't help but fulfill like the prophecy must be fulfilled. I'm my own grandma. Yeah, it must have been different at the time because as soon as she mentioned the guy in the corner in a blue dress, I was like, Okay, so that's gonna be Nausicaa. Shit. Like Oh, Mike is good. <laughs> he well, is no. really good. <laughs> well in a in a movie that's so streamlined. Just like turn this. it off, you know? <laughs> oh, well, it's her. <laughs> Click. <laughs> yeah. Who else would it be? I know. I know. You're right. <laughs> Take this back to Blockbuster. You, you, you are right. Like that goes to what Jared's saying. How the the, the the cast of characters is really small, and this world feels very sparsely populated. So who else could it be? Like, there's no other characters in this movie. It actually might have been better if there's just the prophecy never was fulfilled. <laughs> or just some random dude is like, hey, how's it going? I am the prophecy man. <laughs> some guy just shows up. He's like, hi, I have a blue shirt. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I come from a land where everything is gold. Bop. <laughs> and then Obaba just goes crazy. It's like, it's him. And then no one pays attention to Nausicaa saving the day. Um but yeah, like this movie boils down to like fighting fire with fire, I guess, right? Is is that sort of what the environmental message is here? No, yeah. Don't don't, don't use fire. That's yeah. yeah so yeah. that's what don't they've do been that. doing. We've been fighting the 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 decay, the sea of decay and the toxic jungle. I mean, our our uh answer to the killer ohms has been to burn the sea of decay, which in turn actually results in more insect attacks. Which makes us want to burn more. Yeah, yeah, and when, that's why the sea of decay is growing. When really you should just let them rub their golden tentacles all it's over you. Essentially, if you want that, it's essentially the same thing as the giant ball, the black ball, and Fifth Element. Like you shoot torpedoes at that thing, it's just growing. It's just getting stronger, right? Yeah, pure evil. You have to overwhelm yeah, it. It's just dripping down your forehead. Well, yeah, you 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 beat that in Fifth Element with love, and it's the same thing here. It's it the is. compassion, nature. And... You know, nur- nurturing, you know, clean water and clean air. It, it, it's just yeah. it's a purely environmental message, right? That's yeah. that's all this is. We, we need to like stop being blind to nature's uh, intelligence and. Let it do its, yeah. and its the, thing and, and the help film it do its thing. Does that so well because there's so many frustrating moments where Nausicaa's just like, no, don't do this. You guys are idiots. But as all people. But well, you can also understand the motivations at the same time of the people she's trying to convince because it's a war, right? Yeah. Like, they're like, well, yeah, but they killed all of our men. So we got to kind of do this. And we don't care. Oh, it's in the Valley of the Wind? Oh, it's in your hometown? We don't care. The, the Tomekians just happen to be doing this genetic project in your in your backyard? Sorry, like, we're just going so we to... We, we, we have to kill everyone. We can't move your th- this thing because it's too big, so we're just doing it yeah, in like, your town. Everybody but Nausicaa's answer to any problem in that is violence, which is... Yeah, it's a pretty human trait. <laughs> I love it. So they did that very well. Yeah. And as soon as this movie cuts to all the, the sort of war aspect, we're, we, we start the movie in this beautiful natural environment. Oh, man, spores and cool jungles and bugs. And then we cut to like these crazy yeah, the- hulking airships uh, and the whole tone of the movie changes, right? And it's this is a war film in some respects. I find right? it very odd that they introduce these insects and the flying swarms of insects and, and 
they don't really do anything. Yeah. There's like the insects are mad. Uh oh. Nothing really is happening. But Yeah, where's all the flying ones? I feel like they would yeah. do much more damage yeah. than homes. <laughs> Cause they, everybody's got freaking airships. So Yeah, they just kind of like slugs just collect on the windshield and it just crashes. <laughs> but yeah, the ohms are like tanks the size of freaking um parking lots. And and then to, to cap it all off, I think it's a nice little message where you have the Tomekians and the Pegite people basically unified in their shared fear of the Ohms, right? Like, like they, we don't have time to fight. We got we, we got bugs coming. Forgotten all of their warring troubles because the the Ohm are just going to kill everybody, and that's sort of a nice way of you know saying like, hey, we fuck up the environment. Na- like nature is just going to kill us all. It doesn't matter what side of the war you're on, you know, damaging the environment is going to hurt both Everybody. both sides of now, of the war. How do we contrast this with uh, Starship Troopers? Well, giant, I'm glad you asked. Beetles. That's a great question. Um, what? There's a lot less propaganda in this film. Yeah. Are, these films are not thematically related. They just both star giant beetles. So how does this relate to Tango and Cash starring <laughs> Sylvester Stallone and Kurt Russell? Yeah. And how... Please connect to Kevin Bacon in <laughs> six people or less. Um, Patrick Stewart? Sorry, I, I no, keep no. digressing. It's good, man. It's good. You know, I just love... Just keep it light. The, this movie's all, light. all about love and That's unification. That's what I do here. I just keep it light. Just stay real, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um... And and we, I guess we realize that the giant warrior wasn't ripe, and he dissolves in front of everybody. After those, shooting two nuclear blasts, though, those are the sweetest fucking blasts ever. <sighs> Just I cuts love the de- through. The delay is always dope in anime, right? Have you noticed that? Like, yeah. And you're, and what you happened? See a couple and of them then go flying. Boom, 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 boom. A couple of them go flying though, right? Like, and then one of them will be in midair. You're like, then, oh shit! Go, 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 go. Boom! Yeah, everything. We fire. get an apocalypse now. <laughs> yeah, explosion. That is awesome. There's certain things in this movie where I would, I would kind of maybe eat some popcorn and sit in a movie theater and watch a live action adaptation of Nausicaa. Uh, well, uh, funny you mentioned that theater. Like? Epic. It's actually playing at the Rio on the 11th. Nausicaa. Nausicaa. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So if you're in Vancouver and want to go check it out at the Rio, January 11th. <laughs> that's pretty actually, that's that's two houses down from where, <laughs> where we're we sitting are. right now. That's <laughs> really weird. <laughs> um, so we're just doing the pre-review. Yeah, that's, we should actually get them in on this. Uh, and then we we end this on Nausicaa sacrificing everything being the most badass bitch in history she jumps into that pot with her fucking sword drawn and just takes like 10 bullets piercing through her shoulders and her leg and shit a couple of bullets <laughs> yeah two <I> think. <laughs> yeah. Kate takes one bullet maybe <laughs> her foot and her <sighs> shoulder I just <laughs> I love that you're just like this is amazing and we're just bringing it yeah, down yeah, taking the wind <laughs> out of those sails she's a little girl and she gets shot twice Okay, that's pretty. But pretty she tough. She performs a, a Lord Yupa esque. Uh, it's pretty sweet. A you know sort of lunge attack move. Fearlessly She's, heading straight into a machine gun. It's in Metal Gear Solid. You're on top of the guy, and it's just like press X, like to like stealth kill. Uh, it, I just love her character going through that. Maybe Christ-like sacrifice. Is well, she doing it for nature, or is she doing it for the send people? Her flying, yeah. She, but the the she, whole sort of you get the sense that her character is willing to die for. She's doing it for for, for this entire cause, right? Like, she's doing it for she, both, right? Like you asked the, if it's people or for nature. Is, is, is Nausicaa she just loves it's everyone both because every every everyone is part of nature. There's no so. difference, right? But is she? Is she? Yeah. 
so that's sort of that's the message. Some of the translations sort of shifted what Nausicaa's motivation was. I think from what I've read online. Oh, really? Yeah, like there's certain lines that maybe in, in infer that she's she's just out here to save the people of the Valley of the Wind, whereas like there's others where she's trying to save nature. Um, well, like when she's because she's so willing to sacrifice herself to to calm down the insects and the animals and stuff. That just seems like there's no way she would just be doing it for the people. Like the baby Ohm, she's, she stops from going into the acid lake because it can't think properly. Yeah. And it notices that her foot is burning and that's what does it. Like she just, she does just keep sort of sacrificing herself. Yeah. She just doesn't like to see anyone get hurt. She yeah. yells at them to stop killing each other when they're in the plains she asked. It's probably like her only line is like, "Stop, stop hurting each other." Yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing she says. And everyone's just like, "Oh, what's that? Kill? Oh, go, 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 go. sorry, I'm busy killing everyone." What did you say? Yeah. Uh, and then the the, the the of course, Obama freaks out. You're the goddamn prophecy. This is amazing. And did you watch the end credits all the way to the final sort of frame? No, I don't. Well. It's a shot of the underground oh, caverns. Yes. Yeah. It's a very gorgeous little shot. It's it's a li- yeah, it's a little bit of a wally kind of situation, right? Yeah. It's her, it's her goggles and masks I lying guess. on the ground with a sapling. Yes, okay. Growing out. Watch that. It's very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's we we got new nature white coming flower up. coming up. Yeah. Nature nature will keep it real. Just let it do its thing, which is a nice message. It's not as preachy as like do yo don't hurt the environment, dog. It's 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 more nuanced and interesting. It's, yeah, it's like it's nature has its own balance and its own cycle, and it pay attention. D- don't and, fight against that. And it, and it has a cycle of regeneration yeah. and replenishment that it will do on its own. It's it's as a beautiful. You, it's a beautiful organism. It's like it, it it wants you to pay close attention. Watch you know? this this amazing cycle. Let it be though. Be curious too. Hands you know, behind it, your back. It wants you to be curious and be yeah responsible. Be a good steward. If you will, Mike, are we helping you? Are we helping you put a grade on this movie? Are we helping you bump this up? Are we? I think I'm still uh, uh, about where I was. Yeah, yeah. What did you ask at the beginning of this? You, you you wanted us to explain the movie to you? No, no, I got the movie. Well, you you wanted us, you wanted assistance with some of this. We were going to help you. Well, yeah, it just it, the movie didn't explain motivations very well. Like it, it had a message to deliver, and it delivered that message. It's just that a lot of a lot of the characters were simply plot points to deliver that message. They weren't. Yeah, don't poke too hard at any of yeah. this. <laughs> it's it's flimsy. <laughs> Fall over. It's really pretty, guys. <laughs> Stop. It, it is it eye candy. Stop it's poking pretty. at it. Uh, what are you giving this out of ten? Uh, eight eight out of ten for me. Nice. I enjoyed it. Um, but it did. I think I wish I would have seen it when I was younger. And had then if I was watching it with a nostalgia headpiece goggle thing on, uh, it would have been slightly higher. But overall, it was still a fantastic film. That's a, that's a tight score. Yeah, it, it just the way you guys were talking about it when we were going to review it, I was like, this thing's going to be a masterpiece, and mm-hmm. it it is. It's just not like a timeless. It's not a benchmark. You know, it's not like I think it might be. I give it an eight point five, so I'm not that much higher. But I think. This thing really does feel like it has its fingerprints all over, like animation and sci-fi and fantasy. It definitely it's, inspired it's, a lot. It's crazy, man. Like, it's it's in, and it still feels like an underrated masterpiece that people don't really mention or talk about too often. 
despite how famous Miyazaki is, right? That's true. That's true. Red, like, what do you got, man? You're nodding. I see it. I gotta. I'm just thinking of other things that I have to refresh my memory on. Like, I'm thinking about Astro Boy a lot, and I just gotta. Oh, I loved Astro Boy. Three year old me, my favorite show ever. At the, at the end, where he's flying through all the different colors, sick. Yeah, he's so powerful, man. Astro Boy, you cool. open his chest up. It's really weird, but it's cool. It's so easy to dress like him too. Just throw on some underwear and socks. You're good to go. <laughs> yeah, you are him. Um, so Astro Boy helps you give a score to Nausicaa somehow. No. <laughs> Do you want her to fly next to Astro Boy to save the day? Oh, and can you Nausicaa, Nausicaa and Astro Boy? <laughs> no, I'm just. I don't know. I'm. I'm getting really hooked into, like. Um, I'm becoming the, the classic anime stuff. Guilty of uh, Orientalism here, but that's it's a that's something that I learned about this one time when I read this boring book. Don't read it; it's boring. <laughs> um, but I think I'm getting hooked on like Asian literature, so I'm gonna have to start uh, watching lots more anime. Maybe I'll watch Fooly Cooly again. No, don't do that. It's super weird. Guitars yeah. coming out of people's Fooly heads. Cooly. Dude, stay on track here. What are you giving Nausicaa out of 10? Uh, it gets an 8, an easy 8. It's a very comfortable 8. Mm. Like, it's it's a it's a great film that I love. Um, but, like I say, don't poke too hole. Too, don't, too, poke too, too hole. Don't, don't poke too, don't poke too hard. Don't th- those holes are already there. Because some of this is, is just, like, here to deliver that message. It does, yeah. It's a beautiful vehicle to deliver the message. Yeah. We saw that. We all saw that panda insignia at the start of the film mm-hmm. right yeah and, and yeah. princess mononoke feels like a bit of a remake that, I, that I like sort mononoke of, more it than is this. much better and it, it feels like a more like nuanced and well rounded and it, it's more of its own little individual story rather than just a message about the environment i think it might be darker too it's it a little is bit more it it's, is. it's a bit more mature yeah so um, round, round two when miyazaki's like hey let's go back to this sort of theme yeah and he's coming back, right? Is he saying he's coming back, or he's still he's, retired? He, he's doing another film. Yeah, he's working on uh, one more, which is oh. he doesn't do trippy stuff anymore. Like no, this, no, but... I f- shoot, I've forgotten the details <laughs> about this. Um, I heard of them, and they've left me. I'll look it up. Nausicaa is available on Blu-ray. You can watch the Japanese version or the Disney dub. It's not as good. Watch, watch the dub. Like it's, it's, it is really good. It's not voice as good acting as, is amazing. It's, it's not quite as good as princess Mononoke's dub with, with all, you know, Jillian Anderson and Billy Bob Thornton and all those like Claire that one Danes. is way better. This is still really good. It's, it's dubs usually suck. This is top, top shelf stuff. I think for, I, for that I'm, I'm working to dispel that notion. When you say that Doug's usually dubs usually <laughs> suck. I think that a lot of, I, I'm they're lazy. To spread the message that dubs, you Can know, a lot good. of effort goes into those. Oh yeah, and yeah. people would be like Sh- the, the Shia actors, LaBeouf mails the actors it in. themselves would be <laughs> yes. would probably be the, the amount of effort that goes in from them mm-hmm. goes into making those. I, Sh- Shia LaBeouf does the dub. He does uh, doesn't do a good job in Nausicaa. But well, how old is he? I don't know. I don't know if I agree with you. I kind of liked him as a kid way more than I like him as an adult. Everybody should see Nausicaa. It's on Blu-ray. Uh, yeah, check it out. Miyazaki is the master. Uh, and, and in case you didn't get it uh, as we were talking about it, this is an animated movie. Yes, it certainly is. I, oh, yeah. Hayao Miyazaki has not made any, you know, live action, live action features. Uh, 
I only thought of that because when I went to the theater to see Mononoke when it came out. You I, thought it was. No, no. I, I knew what was going on, but there was a couple right in front of me that were like, this is animated, uh-huh. stood up, walked oh, out, no. never to come back in. So They're lost. I know, right? Damn. Uh, um, and if you like this, there's also on Netflix uh, the, I think it's still available, the uh, documentary about uh, oh, Miyazaki yes. and uh, Studio yeah. Ghibli. Studio Ghibli. Ghibli. Whatever you call it. That is our review next week. We are reviewing Martin Scorsese's Silence. Shh. Yeah, just don't even talk about it, right? The whole episode is just a blank audio file. Get it? It's 18 minutes of silence. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this one looks interesting. Japanese feudal Japan Christianity being forced upon people who do not want it because fuck it. That's not... Really, well, what that's I got. not actually what it's about. <laughs> it's it's kind of hard to tell. But it's... <laughs> I think if hopefully we got you on, you're our religious expert, or I your hope so. religious this looks ha- good. religious hatred expert. I don't hate religion. You do. You do. I'm just against it. Uh, that's our show. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott Wilson BC. Oh, okay, good. I yeah. gotta write that. Down. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? Okay. Uh, I'm also on Twitter. Nice. Uh, this, that's at Jared underscore Sergeant. And I'm at Michael Arlind on Twitter. Uh, I'll try and make that followable. Make it, <laughs> make it fun. Make it interesting. You know, entertain the people. Uh, you can follow Instagram uh, at Vertical Viewing on Twitter at Vertical Viewing. If you love the show, which I hope you do, what uh, can we do? Well, you know, the listeners, the viewers, man. You, you know guys can all go to verticalviewing.com, click that little donate button. Oh, yeah. We appreciate anything you can do. Those lights will stay on. Those Christmas lights might stay up all year. You never... It, you, you don't... You know, it's, you never it's possible. Know. They are LEDs. You, you, they don't so, use a lot of power. Yeah. But, guys, anything you can do, donations help us offset the cost of seeing movies putting on the show, slicing the internet into little pieces of pie, stick them in your ear holes... It's fun. We like it. We hope you like it. Yeah. And you can go to iTunes as well. Uh, you can leave us your favorite breakfast mm, ideas. My favorite meal of the day. On and, iTunes. And don't give me that, like, go to Tim Hortons and buy well, sausage just, sandwich. Yeah. Like, like, that's where you need to go. For like, all your breakfast the, ideas. the procedure, like the scientific method behind your eggs, favorite breakfast. Eggs, cheese, and meat, and bacon, you know. Like, Get you, ever, you ever have, like, hollandaise sauce in the morning? Do it. Are you crazy? Go to Vertical Viewing on <laughs> on iTunes uh, and tell us what your favorite breakfast is, along with a five-star review. It helps us get onto the new and noteworthy page, which is always dope. Um, yeah, we like that. Yeah. Anything else, guys? Any final thoughts here? I want to watch more Miyazaki films again. Don't you? Now I'm just going to watch Mononoke this uh, week, I'm sure. Yeah. I want to watch Porco Rosso because that shit is sick i want to watch that one too i think um, he loves he loves airplanes yeah he does that's he, he's, cool he's like a airplanes flying are sweet pig basically no but miyazaki loves airplanes that's why it's called studio ghibli it's but it's there's a mispronunciation involved yeah because we can get into that we, we can <laughs> that's a whole big thing the um but the thing about porco rosso and his plane he does something right he does in those planes because when you fly planes you travel Horizontally, but you can also you travel like in several dimensions. You also travel what? Um, vertically. So do like Porco and keep it, keep it vertical. 